America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get exclusive podcast content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. Hey, this is Up Moonlight Path. And this is her 10-year-old son. And this is That That Story Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 329, brought to you the week of February 6th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hi, I'm Steinklobber, <laughs> and I have a new name. Really? Call me Stein. You remember back in the day when people would call you by your last name? Yeah, that was. I always used to do that. Hey, what's up, Kennison? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking maybe I should just go by Steinklobber. <laughs> that's, that's, it, your that's name is so interesting and so <laughs> unique. And hard to spell. But yet hard to say. Yeah. And spell and and uh and plus I want to call you stink lobster. Stink lobster is is probably easier to do. And to be honest, I feel awkward saying my last name. Like you're I mean, you're embarrassed when you have to say it to people? Well, it's like I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right. So I'm not trying to make fun of your heritage or anything. I'm just I, I have a name that is similar. I mean, it's it doesn't sound like Steinklubber, but Kennison is a name nobody knows what to do with either. Like, they don't know how to spell it, and they don't know how to say it back to hmm. you. Because they think they've heard five other different things. Did they hear Kensington? <laughs> did, did they hear, hear Kennerson? Did they hear Kinson? You know, and so you have to spell it to them. K-E-N-N. I'm James Kennison, yeah. K-E-N-N, and, and that's usually when they find it. So, K-E-N-N. Well, they just look at me funny. John Steinklauber, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, just call me John, <laughs> please. Uh, all right, Steinklauber, we always uh, start with an opening story. This one's called the, the, the Destruction by Matt Charleston. Hi, James and John. It's Church Crop Duster Matt. Man, we need a theme song for him. <laughs> he's... he's <laughs> exactly before the story i need to give you a quick layout of the gym that the story takes place in uh so i could add some context at the front entrance to the gym along the wall is a few bathrooms and changing rooms but on the other side of the gym is one standalone bathroom that is right next to some gym equipment so this factors in After doing some cardio, I go to the side of the gym, which has the gym equipment that is next to the standalone bathroom. As I get ready to use the equipment I frequently use, I notice a really pretty lady. And I thought, hey, 
Maybe this is my chance to impress someone at the gym. I, I got to go ahead and just tell you, you're never going to impress someone at a gym. Sorry. Mm. Uh, I was a part of a gym for two days. Never impressed a soul. <laughs> I don't. I, the last person I'm ever going to impress is myself. Because I, <laughs> I feel like an idiot at everything, every gym I've ever gone to. I feel like you have to be skinny before you can go to a gym. I know, right? It's so weird. But anyway, he says, this may be my chance. So after a few minutes, I noticed a very old, a very odd smell. And I thought, wait, that's, that's not me, is it? As the smell became worse, <laughs> Could be. I thought someone must have crop dusted around me. And so I looked around to see who was close enough to do such an offensive thing. And there was no one close enough to do so. But the smell grew even worse when I realized that the smell was coming from the bathroom near the gym equipment and that someone was destroying that bathroom. <laughs> I, I didn't want the pretty lady to associate that smell with me. So I walked away to disassociate myself with the foul odor. She began to walk away too. The smell was so bad that it took up half the gym and was extremely nauseating. Oh. So as I was waiting to see who could let out such a vile thing on humanity, I recalled seeing a guy <laughs> who would fit the bill for doing that. And lo and behold, out stepped a short, skinny, older lady. Uh-oh. <laughs> As I, oh. as I stood in complete amazement that she could be capable of such a stint, she started walking toward the side of the gym that didn't have the smell and started doing a jig as she walked because she was free. <laughs> she was free as a bird, man. She'd let the devil out. <laughs> she did a jig. <laughs> she felt several pounds lighter. She's the only one that lost weight at that gym all week. <laughs> she just had to visit one room. It was then that I realized she started walking towards the pretty lady from earlier and they gathered up their stuff and left together, probably aware of the destruction she had done and wanting to save face. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Cindy. <laughs> Let's go. You're way too pretty to have to deal with this smell. I destroyed that bathroom. Hope this makes you laugh. And thanks again for all the laughs you bring to me. Your beloved church crop duster, Matt from Charleston. Uh. God bless you and the church you crop dusted, Matt. Matt, I do have to t make up. I have to take up one issue with you, though. You said there was a guy in the gym that looked the part. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Whenever there's a big fat dude in a gym, everybody always assumes, like, dude, I bet you could tear that bathroom up. <laughs> it probably was him. <laughs> he had a big pizza last night for breakfast uh, this I just, morning. I just don't get it. I, I don't tear bathrooms up. I don't. I have normal bathroom experiences. Yes. So, it, it, but, but I do. But if you get a big, fat, sweaty dude with a beard, everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> if that guy goes in the bathroom, just stay away. <laughs> He's going to tear it up. It's just it's a Go negative tear. stereotype. He's going to destroy that bathroom. It's, a dis it's, a, it's, it's disturbing, isn't it, Steinklobber? It is. It is. It is. It's 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 not fair either. Let's rewind the week. Do it. All right. So my weekly update is this. Um, it took a while, David Godbout, but your your angel finally scared the crap out of my son. And let me <laughs> let, let me explain. 
uh, quite a while back. I think it was a weekly update, actually. Uh, it was in the winter time um, before Christmas. So, so maybe mm-hmm. no, no, maybe it was the no. There were still leaves on the tree, so it, it was it was late summer, um, early fall that my friend David found. He was walking through an alley and he found a Christmas angel, a uh, baby doll. It had flowing hair, you know, a face, a cherub little face, a dress, had two stick legs and a piece of board for feet because the dress was supposed to cover it up. Her hands are out. You could tell there used to be like lights, like little candle lights in her hands. Uh-huh. Um, so he stuck that thing behind my bushes and made it to where it would face to look down into the basement media room. So my kids would look up at it and get freaked out. So it, it two weeks go by, and not only did my <laughs> kids not notice, I didn't even notice. I never looked back behind the bush. And he and he and he he, he gets a hold of me. He's like, you know, hey, what's the deal? He's kind of rooting for information. And I finally get out of him the story. You know, hey, I put it down there, and and nobody has freaked out or anything, or I haven't heard anything. <laughs> What does he got? Like a camera waiting to see? Yeah, something? I don't. He just wanted to get a text eventually. I'm, I'm sure. You know, hey, what did, did you do this? You know, there's a, there's a creepy angel looking in our room. Everybody knew he'd be the one behind the creepy angel. Exactly. Right? So I had to tell him at that point that there are pieces of cardboard that we have cut out that cover those windows downstairs, <laughs> so the light doesn't get in to our media room. And he's like, oh man, well. Needless to say, I'm a lazy butt, and I didn't move the angel, and the angel has sat there (laughs) all the way through the months of November, December, January, and now into February. (laughs) And and it was just two days ago when the snow was supposed to be coming down that Mm. my son was in the basement. He's well aware by now of the angel very well aware of it. I mean, we see it all the time because the, the bushes die, you know, they, they lose their leaves and you can see the angel down there. Um, he, he opens up the, the, he even has it on camera, which is just hilarious. He was, your son has this on. Yeah. He was videotaping because he wanted to videotape the snow. So he put, he's looking forward to a snow day, you know? So (laughs) so he takes, he takes the, um, the, the cardboard down and puts his phone up there and you can hear him see it and see the angel. And then he, <laughs> and then he kind of runs away and he says, Jed, dad, the part you don't know is that the head was turned away. Oh, and I swear though, the next second I saw her eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, she turned her head towards you. He goes, I think she did. So I, 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 rifle, I rifled off a text as quick as I could to David. I said, it took a while, but you finally, it finally paid off. Jay just got the crap scared out of him. <laughs> and he caught it on video too. By your angel in the bushes. So <laughs> That's so awesome. It only took him a few months, but you know, I hope it was worth the, worth the wait there. You and know, sometimes the payoff takes a while. Yes. It's always worth it. The only other thing I have to share is that I am releasing a book I wrote back in 2014 called Sorta Kinda Superpowered, and I'm releasing it in audio format like a podcast. 
And so you, if you're interested in hearing it, it's a middle reader, meaning it's for folks that are in, uh, you know, pre, uh, preteen to middle school aged people. But if you're interested or your kids are interested or anything like that, facebook.com slash sort of kind of superpowered is where you want to go for updates. Um, I'm working on reading the story and now I'm going to do a chapter uh, for each episode and it'll be around 11 episodes long. Um, I don't know. I, I wrote it and then I, I hit it and uh, I was ashamed of it. And now I'm like, you know what? I just need to do something with it because otherwise it'll just sit in a drawer and I'll die one day and no one will ever know I wrote it. So <laughs> I need I to know. do so. And everybody's going to love it. So. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yep. We'll you see. know it. I know it. We'll see. It's all going to be awesome. It, it'll, I look forward to it. It'll honestly. be uh, it'll be on Apple Podcasts and wherever you want to find podcasts. But if you want to get there before everybody else, um, the best place to to go is facebook.com slash sort of kind of superpowered. Um, and, and that way you'll know and get addresses and RSS feeds, you know, before everyone else does. So you can be the auger man of that uh, particular book. Exactly. That's a throwback. Huh? Oh, auger man. I don't even know. Auger man. Yes. <laughs> auger man. The guy that was of, of two feet smarter than, the, than John, John and I, than David and I, <laughs> Yes. Well, I wonder, awesome. that is an episode you can go back and listen to Auger Man. And uh, it, that's the name of it, actually. So, uh, but the story is that David and I were walking. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but we were walking down yeah. a museum and we were reading plaques and it would tell you what different things were. And we happened to look up ahead of us a little bit. We're wondering what this certain tool is, and the guy goes, "Oh, that's an auger. They used them in 1808 to uh, aug things and to drill holes into <laughs> things. things." Yes, and uh, we're like, "Wow, this guy. We're gonna follow him around." But then when we get up to where he was, it everything he said to us was written on this little brass plaque <laughs> yeah. on the handrail, and it's he like he's not smart. He's he's. He's a, he's a faker. He's just he's he he used that information he just got and then repeated it as <laughs> if he was some sort of professor on the subject. And uh we realized if we wanted to be smarter than him, we needed to cut in line in front of him. And yep. uh, he, he he we would be 2 feet smarter than him. And uh I kid <laughs> you not when we left the place, he pulled out in front of us and we're like, "Oh crap. <laughs> he's, at it. he's at it again." He's, he knows what's coming before we do. So we I think we traffic. passed him in traffic so we could be smarter than Augur Man. Yeah, be All smarter right. than Augur Man. So what about you, John? What do you got going on this week? Well, we have a, a family movie night every Friday. Hey, we, we do too. Something yeah. Yeah. Do you eat pizza too? Uh-huh. That's the way we do it. Awesome. That's how it should be done. I agree. So say we all. So say or we all. Or let it. I can't. What's the What's the line from the Mandalorian that they all say together? Uh, uh it is what it's it is. Say, 
Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, so say we all I think is from uh, the Battlestar Galactica, and oh, this is the way. This, this is, is the, way. the way. There you go. This is the way. So, well, speaking of Star Wars, uh, that's what we watched on Friday. It was James's turn to pick, and um, so he picked Star Wars, and um, he has not, he hasn't really seen the uh, episode four, five, and six. Okay. So he he chose he wanted to watch Return of the Jedi. I was like, well, maybe not yet. Um, and, uh, so we watched Empire Strikes Back, yeah. which for me, that was the first Star Wars I ever saw in the theaters. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Mine was, was Jedi. The Jedi? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I don't remember even how I got to see, uh, Empire Strikes Back in the theaters, but anyways, that was, that was mine. I loved it. It was great. It was awesome. But, um, as we're watching it, um, it's the scene in Dagobah where Yoda pops out and he's, you know, doing his talking and stuff. And James starts humming this song. And <laughs> if you haven't heard Seagulls, stop it now. Yes. Um, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Bad Lip Reading, who is no stranger to our show, even though the creator's never been on our show. Right, right. Um, we love Bad rip, uh, Lip Reading in our house. And uh, the, he wrote a, a song to... Empire Strikes Back uh, called Seagull Stop It Now. And it's Yoda, you know, singing a song that doesn't exist except in this guy's imagination. It's wonderful, beautiful. But, you know, here we are watching the serious part of the movie. <laughs> and he's humming. And, and he's singing the song. I mean, as Yoda, just in the same parts and everything, it's hilarious. So, uh, I guess there's no moral to that story except for, you know, if you except introduce- that we need to play a tiny bit of it. We do. We yeah. do. Penny yeah, for it. your thoughts. Penny for your thoughts. I hate Brenda and a bad guy <laughs> hit me in the shin and I peed all in my pants. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> a little music can't help. Nothing a little music can't help. Rockin down, rollin so this is what your son is humming. Down. Yeah, he is. There you go. <laughs> He's humming that part. <laughs> you know, during, Yoda's during one of the most serious parts of the, the uh, movie, and he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That. And what's funny about it is, you know. That was his, that video, that clip, that song that you just played, that was his first introduction to The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and so he's got this association. That's in his his mind. canon, yeah. <laughs> Everything else is having to compete with that as as yeah. reality. That That's the first time he ever heard Yoda talk was with that voice. In right. This, <laughs> in this song. Everyone told me not to stroll on that beach. Yeah, and it looks like he's singing it too. It does. Yeah, the guy, so, bad lip reading guy. I don't. I don't even think he's ever released his name, but he's 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 brilliant. Mm-hmm. I assume it's a dude because all the voiceovers are dude are a guy's voice. Yeah, but man, he's yeah. just he's just a genius. And I I think the the backstory for him is that his mom or something has had uh, like a hearing impairment, so. He learned how to read lips and stuff, or she would watch TV without the music or the sound or something. And he'd just make up words to what they were oh, saying. Oh, wow. Wow. So, 
well, it's uh it's pretty cool. Bad Ripley bad lip reading <laughs> on YouTube. Just look it up or or look up Seagulls Stop It Now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like and comment and uh tell them that uh, that story show sent you. Yeah. Cause uh I, I actually have a YouTuber that I want to ask on the show. Yeah? And, uh, yeah. His name is Craftman. Craftman. The Craftman. Is he is he like Bobby Duke? Um, I'd like to have Bobby Duke on the show. I he, Bobby Duke would be awesome. Bobby Duke is is in the middle of quitting tobacco, so he's oh, kind he? of he's kind of uh, he's going through it right now. But we might not want him on right now if we wanted to maintain <laughs> a clean podcast. I, I don't think. You know, but no, this guy here, listen to this. Hello and welcome to the Craft Man Show. My name is your host, the Craft Man. (laughs) I just (laughs) want that guy on my show. My name is your host, the Craft Man. (laughs) He's just so chill. All right, uh, so let's challenge our our listeners to go out and... and, and the craftsman. It's the craft C R A F S man. Steady crafting. Uh two hundred and ninety thousand subscribers. So he's not, you know, at a million yet. So he's still possibly approachable. But uh he plays a character and it's a puppet that does crafts. And um really I would just love to have him come and do his thing and tell stories. Cause he tells a story on one of his episodes. He was talking about how the more he does these uh, videos, the more people comment and tell him how he's doing stuff wrong. And he's <laughs> and, and he's like, you know what you need is you need a a, a a a pocket knife. He says you go get lost in the woods, and and you got your pocket knife. And I and I'm thinking he's telling me something serious, so I'm paying attention. He's like, you just get out your pocket knife if you're lost in the woods, and you start sharpening it. You sharpen your sharpen your Sharpen your uh, pocket knife and just keep sharpening it. And keep sharpening it. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. No, keep sharpening it and keep sharpening it till somebody comes up to you and tells you you're sharpening it wrong. And then you can ask them how to get out of the woods. Crafts, <laughs> 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 man. It's so fun. He's so hilarious because he's so right. Somebody's going to come along on the internet. And tell you you're doing it wrong. <laughs> he said, so yeah, if you're lost in the woods, just keep sharpening your knife. Just keep sharpening it. Somebody will come up and tell you you're doing it wrong. I'm troll. <laughs> I, thanks for introducing me to a new uh, something that I'm going to have to watch. So. Yeah. Uh, I love his voice. I want him on my show. And I'm sure he could tell some stories. Oh, my Lord. All right. Let's, let's get him on. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know how to contact YouTubers. That's the problem. Do you, do you, do yeah. you just comment on their video? Do you just put a little comment down there and be a buddy? Maybe. I don't, I don't just know. Like, hey, Craftman. I mean, I'm, I'm just another guy. Hi. I'm not a, I'm not a troll. Hey, you know what? Maybe we can get to him through Instagram. I don't know. I'm a, I want to try though. I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can get Craftman and we can, we can all talk like Craftman. Hey, we can all be chill craft. like Craftman. <laughs> well, anyway, Steinklobber, uh, Thank you for sharing um, two two great podcasts. Or uh, I'm sorry, YouTube channels with us. That'd be great. I'd like to thank one of our patrons, uh, Kale Lomson. Lomson, boy, I'm probably butchering both names. 
but Kale Lompson started on as a uh, a new patron this week for twelve dollars awesome. a month. So thank you so much. Thanks, Kale. Hey, and it's because of of people like Kale that um, this week my setup for getting ready to podcast was one step shorter because our patrons bought me a nice new cable that connects directly to my USB C. To my microphone. That's so right. Thank you you guys are helpful in more ways than you know, and it it helps yes. my ego, which is a low thing, not a high, not a big thing, and it it helps take care of podcast stuff too. So yeah. it's a great thing. Let's. Uh, it's time to do Quiznos. 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 Where we quiz what you know. All right, today, John, you are going to take the worrywart test. Are you a compulsive worrier? Do you find yourself on edge and anxious even over minor issues? Do you always assume the worst will happen? Let's assess yourself with the worrywart test, okay? Oh, I don't know if I can do this test. Oh, no. Feeling the stress. Do you find yourself freaking out over things that don't even cause your friends to break a sweat all the time, sometimes, or don't mention it at all? I don't mention it at all. Um, sometimes, sometimes. Maybe. All right. Sometimes. Number two, yeah. have you ever gotten so stressed out over something that you literally made yourself sick? A lot of times, a few times, or don't, uh, I don't mention it at all. I don't mention it at all. So you've never made yourself sick over, over stress. Okay. Uh, no. how well, often? Maybe once. What? So maybe once. Okay. So a few times. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can say that. I don't know. It's it's better than not at all. So yeah, because I mean, not at all seems like I'd be lying. Yeah, because I'm sure I've worried about something. So like how often do you how often do you find yourself unable to sleep because you're thinking about a million and one things every night, two to three times a week, a couple of times a month, once every couple of months, or never? You sleep like a baby. Maybe once every couple of months. Once every couple of months. Yeah, it depends do on the season. Ah. So, do you have trouble relaxing no matter what you do to calm down, getting a massage, drinking a few beers, having a cigarette, etc.? John, <laughs> let me talk to you about your cigarette problems. Yeah, for real. Well, no, I, no actually, I I don't uh Is I don't have any problems calming down. All the time, sometimes or don't mention it. I don't mention it at all. I I, I would say I don't mention it at all yeah. would be the answer. You're oh, headed on a trip overseas tomorrow to to sunny and spicy Spain. Your biggest worry is the food not agreeing with you, that you'll have trouble getting through customs, or the plane will crash. Um, my biggest worry is going to be uh, customs. Yeah, that is a yeah. that is a stressful thing. Uh, you've. Flown you've, that far, so I don't really know about the planes. So. Uh, you've been chosen as a juror on a criminal case. Do you look forward to missing work and staying in a hotel for free? Or do you hope the case won't be long or too gruesome? Or do you imagine one scary scenario after another about getting whacked by the defendant's hired goon if he or she is found guilty? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you see that first one about staying in the hotel for free yeah that one is actually very interesting to me but then you mentioned that thing on the last part there yeah about getting that, that would be me i don't know about you yeah. but <laughs> oh man yeah that would be going through my mind all right yeah if you make him guilty somebody's gonna gonna whack you 
Uh, your girlfriend or boyfriend calls you during your lunch break and says that he or she wants to meet up after work to talk to you. Do you mm. do you spend the rest of the day thinking about it, agonizing over what she or he may have to tell you? Do you wonder if something's wrong and occasionally think about it for the rest of the day, or you don't even give it a second thought and you're looking forward to seeing him or her? I, you know, if this were a dating situation, I would the number one thing spend yeah. the rest of the day stressing. I, that be, is the yeah, worst thing out. you can ever say to me is text yeah. me and say, James, I need to talk to you. Oh my hey, yeah. gosh. Oh. It will ruin oh, my day. <laughs> it is just so bad. Cause yeah, instantly I, I go to, uh, it must be something bad because otherwise you would say what it was, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Even if it's a surprise, like I just, yeah. I want to give you a million dollars talk to you work. about eggs or something i don't know so anyway your partner is uh out with his or her friends and says he or she will be back at 10 p.m it's now 11 45 and he and she is not home yet do you think they must be having fun something terrible has happened or they probably lost track of time and you're a little worried anyway yeah uh, probably lost track of time and they're, I'm still a little worried. Yeah. Actually, what I do is I, I open the app that says find my friends. Yes. And <laughs> find out where they're at. That's what I do. But I also think something terrible has happened. If, especially if I can't get a hold of them, I'm like, they're dead. That's immediately where I go. So I'm probably more of a worry wart than you are. Um, <laughs> number nine, your school aged daughter heads to camp for the first time before she leaves with the other kids on the bus. You tell her to have a great time, call you, when she gets there and have a great time or call you when she gets there, when she's leaving to come home and every chance she gets in between. Uh, yeah. If, if it were my daughter, I'd definitely be uh, option C there. If it were my son, I'd be, you know, option A, <laughs> option A, have a great time. See you have in a, a week. Great time. See you in a month. See you for a month. <laughs> it's only a week, dad. See you in a month. Yeah. Right. Get on the bus. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Get on the bus. Your worries tend to consist of what worries? You're totally carefree. Uh, option B, just everyday stuff like whether you're going to be late to work because of traffic or what to make for supper tonight, etc. Or anything and everything from what you're going to have for lunch tomorrow to the sky falling. What do your worries consist of? My worries usually consist of what i'm gonna eat for lunch <laughs> so everyday things yeah uh, yeah i guess so or or things. what worries you're totally carefree uh, i mean i'm not most of the time i'm carefree i think but are you you can be i, I think it's so. okay are you are you worried about it right now well what i'm worried <laughs> about like what i'm worried about right this to minute trap you. yeah is if i if i'm gonna be able to fix all of these Chromebooks or not. Oh, so you are worried about everyday <laughs> stuff. I'm marking you as an everyday kind of person. All right. Everyday stuff. Everyday stuff. Okay. Here's your, here's your, here's your score. Ooh, I got a score. Your score is 57. What does this score mean? You may, oh, no. you may not be a chronic worrier, but according to your results, you're still, you still worry about unreasonable issues from time to time. It's natural to worry. Everybody does, but you <laughs> need to realize that unfortunately there are just some things in life you cannot change or control. Do you understand me, John? I'm talking uh, to you right now. Thank you. Worrying excessively causes unnecessary stress, anxiety, and yes, even wrinkles. And sometimes no. it can cause you to go bald. 
John, and oh. you don't want that, do you? No, no. <laughs> so does it does it really say that and make me go bald? <laughs> no, that's not. Fair. I added that because it's already <laughs> happened. So, so when you find yourself <laughs> pacing <laughs> the floor or getting fidgety, find something to do that will relax you. Take a long walk or drink a beer and have a cigarette. <laughs> I made that up too. Uh, it, it will benefit your heart and your head, especially your hair. <laughs> and you may not be in danger of worrying yourself to bits, but if you find yourself lying awake at night or biting your nails right down to the cuticles, then you may hmm. need to step back and put your worries into perspective. John, this thing may have just changed your life. I, I think I, I think it has. I hope it did. I, I'm being reminded of a verse that says, cast your cares upon Jesus. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Oh, it's a great song. Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you, and he knows what you're going Mm. through. Not my key. Why don't you cast all your cares upon the Lord? Anyway. Man, let's take up an offering. Yes, 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 Lord. Right now, we'll just mm. ask you, Lord, to come into this. Bu- I don't know what we're doing that. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's time for us to read some listener stories. <laughs> this one's called. <laughs> we're not doing that. Uh, this one's called Not So Airsoft by Wayne. Hey, thanks for the funny content you put on that story show. Well, thank you for providing that content because it's you guys that send in the stories every week. Thank you. I especially wanted to say something this week about that because we talk and we brag about patrons and we brag about people um, that that, uh, contribute and stuff like that. But I want to brag on the people that send in stories because without you, we would have no show. And those of you that send in the the funny intros at the beginning and and the... the, uh, the content it's great so anyway yeah thank you, you guys are awesome yes uh he says i like experimenting with all kinds of unconventional homemade weapons <laughs> to fill the void of not being <laughs> able to own a real gun wow <laughs> i can't own a real gun so i made this here explosive device <laughs> i'm doing Tonight. things more dangerous than owning a real gun basically so <laughs> unconventional home. And I wanted to make this known publicly to everyone that I am a psychopath. I just wanted to tell you in, in as many ways as possible. I want to put on a podcast so people would know. Um, <laughs> many people who don't like these experiments are the ones who know me the best. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the ones who think me a genius simply don't know me well enough. So he is admitting to being a little bit like the Joker right in here where he's, he's thinking and plotting evil things. This brings me to my story uh, of my experimental pressure tank that exploded. Oh, no. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It happened. Experimental experimental pressure tank. tank. It happened a few months ago. I was trying to build a U-shaped pressure tank out of four-inch PVC pipe to supply the air for an airsoft machine gun. This thing would go in a backpack so I could move about freely and mow down my opponent's in an airsoft match. I, I'm going to go ahead and just say this guy's homeschooled too. <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's, he's got a he's lot got of free time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got buddies that need to be mowed down. And I know that <laughs> airsoft is a homeschool favorite. I just know this because in, in Florida they were. It was Johnny a, loves airsoft. Yeah. And uh, he just, you know, for his birthday, got this really nice pistol that 
his Grammy and Papa gave him. So yeah, it, maybe it is. Yeah. The homeschoolers down in Florida when I was living there uh, were way into it. So anyway, this guy's trying to get the leg up and he's trying to build a four inch U-shaped air supply. When I was gluing the pieces together, I noticed that one piece wasn't driven completely into a length of pipe. I waited until the next day to do testing anyway. I slowly started filling the air tank with an air compressor. It reached 60 PSI and everything seemed fine. Then I tested the gun part of it and it seemed to work fine. Obviously, however, I couldn't drag a large compressor behind me on the airsoft field. So like a genius, this guy is a genius, by the way, he wired a five amp battery to a small 12 volt air compressor. This dude is a little genius, man. He's he's just like, I'm so glad he doesn't have a gun though. <laughs> he would have modified that thing to kill like 30 people per blast or something like that. He's the guy that you want with you during the zombie apocalypse, right? Yes, yes. And no other time. At no other time. No other time. You stay away from me until the, the, the groaning starts, and then I'm your friend. Uh, the pressure built to 30 PSI, and then the tank exploded. Ooh. It was so powerful that the battery, which weighed like five pounds, was thrown 15 feet away. The explosion basically blew the tank into two parts, one which hit my arm. There was a piece of pipe that was also missing that flew and shattered a stool leg that was on the workbench. It shattered a piece of wood. We looked all over the place for that piece but couldn't find it. That piece is probably being scrutinized by aliens on Mars. (laughs) He says, you know, I hear there's a drought on Mars. Don't you think we should get a rocket and send them a barrel of water? I bet they're very thirsty. Anyway... I learned many things that day. The main thing being that 150 decibel explosions make curious neighbors. Thanks for the podcast, mm. Wayne. Yeah. Oh. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you didn't die, Wayne. man. But somebody, That's... I somebody get that guy a gun as soon as possible because I think he would he would be safer. A gun that doesn't shoot real bullets. <laughs> I'm saying give him a real gun <laughs> because he is being more destructive. Out of the desire to own a gun, I didn't say a handgun. I didn't say an Uzi. I'm just saying, give it, give him a little 22 and let him go out and 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 shoot at cans or something. I don't know. He sounds like he lives out in the woods, so you know, uh, help yeah, him out. Neighbors that are somewhat close. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But 150 decibel explosion that he measured with, uh, I'm, I'm sure with a with a device. Uh, he probably created on his own. Yeah. With with parts that he found in the basement, and twelve volt battery and some some <laughs> some chewing gum. All right, John, what do you got? Well, I got a story. It comes to us from Mike. It's titled "Not Invited." Mike says this: My mom died in 2015 at the age of 87. Wow, she had a great life and managed to stay in good health until the last year, despite smoking heavily for 70 years. Wow, I'm. I'm just going to go ahead and and edit that because when I was a kid, I was told if I started smoking, I would die within three months. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some people that are going to live no matter what. That's right. Wow. Heavily smoking for 70 years. It killed my grandma. So I don't know. I don't know. She didn't live to 87. That's for sure. 87. So basically kids, it's our official position that you should not smoke. Yes. We don't endorse it. Yeah. Regardless. Um, well, her wish was to be cremated. So at her funeral, the box of ashes was placed on a pedestal in the front of the altar during the service. 
After the service was finished, we all packed into our cars and headed to her house for a celebration of life after party, or is it after life party? I don't know. Whichever you want to say, that's what it is. My sister and I were putting out food and drinks, and she asked me, hey, where's mom? And I said, I thought you had her. <laughs> and then, and then we both did a Mr. Bill face with the, <gasps> oh, no, no. And wide eyes as we stared at each other. I booked it back to an empty church. And to my chagrin, there was the box of ashes still on the pedestal. Oh, good. That would have been mother, so bad if somebody cleaned up. <laughs> the cleaning lady came through. What is this box of dirt doing up here? <laughs> I swear people these days making dirty messes and putting them on pedestals. Well, that's not what happened. Anyway, my mother was not a quiet woman. And I could hear her screaming in my head of what a horrible crime had just been committed. <laughs> we did scatter her ashes in the place she wished. So I pray she's forgiven my sister and me by the time we die. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I think if you are 87 and you have been smoking for 70 years and you wish to be cremated, you should be put in an ashtray. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's kind of funny, actually. Sorry, Mike. I know. I'm sorry, too. But it came to my mind, and it was funny, so I said it. Well, see, I was thinking when I when I first read the story, I thought mm -hmm. there's got to be some, you know, like a little punchline in there, how they stuck her ashes in a cigarette box or something. Yeah, something but, like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Man, smoking. Uh, He's cremated from the inside out. Inside out. Hey, this is uh, for some middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um, this is from Asher. I call it Left Behind. Hi, James and John. I have another story from when my mom was in college, period. So in her dorm building, there was this guy that literally everybody hated because he was a big fat know-it-all. Eventually, it got too much, and they all decided to prank him, period. Wait, there's periods. There's, I know. There's punctuation every, in every every other sentence. It's it's. it's Are there. you sure this is middle school? Yeah, he's getting better. <laughs> so while he was gone, they all set out one set of clothes and then hid. When he gets back, it's pretty obvious to him that the rapture has occurred, and he is the most perfect, important, amazing person, and was left behind. <laughs> After ten minutes of him crying, people start jumping out and scaring him, and that's the story, as far as I know. Hope you like it. Sent from my bathroom, Asher. <laughs> God bless you, middle schoolers. We love you. <laughs> he just texted us from the toilet. <laughs> Either that or he's not supposed to have his phone and he's hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, it's like, I got to share a story. I, I would say that I would call bullcrap on this, except that I know people that have gotten people on, uh, with jokes like this. Uh, oh, man. Church people, especially. Um, now, obviously, this one, they put their clothes down on the floor. Uh, he comes into the room. He sees empty clothes. He assumes the rapture has happened and that people have been taken up <laughs> and their clothes have been left behind. And there's all these flying naked people in the air now. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, I always love that part that the, 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 they're naked. Um, We're going to ascend to heaven in a glorified body that doesn't need clothes. Uh, I, I would hope that I would at least get a glorified towel or something like that. <laughs> or fig a fig leaf. leaf. Yeah, something. I, I'd need a pretty big, maybe a banana frond. I don't know. 
but I'm going to be reaching for stuff as I'm floating up. Like, I don't want nobody to see me naked. Don't take it. Don't take it with me. They, they say it's a, in the twinkling of an eye, and that twinkling is coming from the tear in Jesus' eye as he looks at, at my naked body rising <laughs> through the atmosphere. Oh, no. I can't return now. I can't go You're back. have to wait for James to die. I'm surprised I could lift him up that fast. Anyway, um... <laughs> So in my story, though, there's this guy and, uh, or actually it's a bunch of guys and they're on a missions trip and they're sleeping in the balcony of this church. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but, but the guy that comes in doesn't know this. And so one of the kids from the, uh, and he was a very special young man. I'm not saying special, like short by special. I mean, like he was just unique and he was very spiritual and he was very, gullible Mm. i will say and so he's down there in this dark chapel praying at the altar and um the guys that are sleeping you know wake up and they hear him talking to god and he's just going at it man he's down there just begging for mercy and all this i mean just being legit (laughs) and 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 the guys up in the balcony one of them says lester (laughs) 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 your prayers aren't being heard by anyone and instead of laughing or stopping or whatever, he goes, you've been bothering me my whole life. <laughs> oh my I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You've been after me my whole life. And he just oh, freaking man. out, just freaking out. And uh, he has this conversation with the guy in the, uh, in the balcony for about five minutes. And, and so I hope the guy in the balcony just like shrieked and, and shriveled away. <laughs> So that he would have, Lester would have found, felt like he had the victory. The victory, yeah. <laughs> you have defeated me. It's like in the basement ghost man story when I told the kids that the ghost man said that the name of Jesus meant nothing to him. <laughs> Just yeah. messed with him so bad. Anyway, oh. so yeah, good, good one, Asher. Thank you so much for helping us. Nice. This, this next one is a voicemail. Uh, she says, hi, this is, well, uh, it's a voicemail in a minute. Hi, this is Misty. I've been listening to the podcast off and on since June of 2019. I'm still mm. trying to get caught up on all the older episodes. I love it that people do that. Um, yes, that's awesome. I listen to you on my MP3 player while at my uh, my boring data entry job. Your podcast makes my days go by so much faster. Thanks. Anyway, I'm attaching a story about my son when he was a teenager. I hope you enjoy it uh misty and this is called deep scream so here we go Uh hello this is misty i thought i would share a story with you about my son from his teenage years um one night when he was about 16 or 17 years old he was using the bathroom i just want to warn you you're about to hear this woman say take a dump (laughs) (laughs) she's a southerner she's got a cute voice she's saying it like it is here we go while he was in there Um, my daughter and I heard him scream and we see him come running out of the bathroom, freaking out. So we asked him what was going on and here is what he says. He says, well, I was sitting on the toilet trying to take a dump and I hear this splashing underneath me, but I hadn't started pooping yet. So I didn't know where the splashing was coming from. So I got up and looked down and there was a mouse swimming in the toilet. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we asked him what he did with the mouse and he ended up flushing it down the toilet oh. anyway he went to a different bathroom in the house and that kind of freaked him out but it was hilarious seeing my big son you know who normally has a deep voice screaming like a girl <laughs> and freaking out over a mouse anyway thought you guys That's would awesome. enjoy that bye uh, thanks misty he totally did Oh, that was great. That was awesome. Thanks, Fuzzy. That was great. <laughs> I can imagine all that happening, too. <laughs> I would have screamed. <laughs> Gosh, I would have. I would have. I mean, I, it wasn't too many podcasts ago. I talked about dancing on a, on a mouse in the bathroom. I yep. couldn't imagine if that joker was already down there. Oh, I mean, you hear splashing in the toilet under you. There's nothing good. Oh. If that's not coming from you. I'd be afraid a rat or a snake was coming up through yeah. the hole you know Ugh. so anyway. i mean i would have ran i wouldn't have even bothered pulling my britches <laughs> back up i would have just ran out of the house and probably got thrown in jail stein clobber oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> oh man that was good well misty while uh we read these next stories they'll they'll be in in your honor hopefully uh you won't mess up anything in your data entry job yes well, I have a story that comes to us from Josh, and uh, and James, I'm I'm grateful that you allow me to read uh, Puker's anonymous. Yeah, book. I saved it just for you because I didn't want to have to read the puke one this time. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. I've been going through the archives and listening to your older episodes, to which I say thank you. I then came across one episode where a kid puked in his sleep at camp. I'll never forget it. That, that happened to you, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, it was mine. I, uh, I I feel like I I must have lived through. I must have listened to that episode enough times that I feel like it happened to me. <laughs> but um, so as those stories go, that brought up a memory. So here's my story. I was about eleven or twelve years old when this happened. Now I'm the oldest of six in my family. There are four girls and two boys. So that's wow. The oldest of six. That's a bunch. God bless you. Uh, so some of the younger siblings, we set to take a nap one afternoon. We had some sort of uh, pasta meal for lunch. Oh, good. So it was fresh in our stomachs. Mm. You know, the, the tomato sauce, the starchy noodles <laughs> there just rolling around in our guts. Yeah. Around three in the afternoon, my mom went in to check on the napping kids, only to find recently eaten pasta on the bed that... <laughs> Two of my sisters were sharing that afternoon. <laughs> so gross already. Uh, so the two girls were woken up because they vomited in their sleep. Yeah. And another sister and I had to do the dirty work. It, like it happens. That's what the joy of being the older brother is, right? It's, it's the worst. We uh, had to clean up the colorful and half solid puke. Uh, it congealed. Yeah. So as we uh, entered the room, my sister and I began to gag a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Sympathy. That, that, sympathy. Mm, I, something about smelling Ugh, vomit. God, it makes me. It's the worst. It's, yeah. Okay. So we uh, walked right back out of the room. We then walked to the linen closet and grabbed a couple of pillowcases and then tied them around our head to prevent the smell <laughs> to reach from reaching our noses. How did, how did that work? Did they see? Did they tie them around their faces like bandanas, or did they tie them? They put their head in the sack and tie it off 
and then walk around looking through the fabric. That's the way that I imagined it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't for know. For the sake <laughs> for the sake I'm going to imagine that they just wrapped it around, you know, like a like a terrorist would wrap a, you know, bandana around their face. Okay. They just did that with the pillowcases. <laughs> That's pretty smart by the way. I don't know that I would have thought of that. Yeah. Only then we proceeded to clean up the puke. Mm. That evening was when a couple of the other kids got the virus as well. One by one, the kids were being infected by the virus. When my time came around, I had woken up one afternoon from a nap, and I was very nauseous. My dad came in, and when I was on the verge of puking, I had not yet made the dash for the bathroom. But my dad walked into the room and asked how I was doing. I told him how I was on the verge of revealing what was inside of my stomach. A couple of other kids were talking of ingredients down in the kitchen and I could hear one I could hear the kids talking. One of the one of the words uh, I'm sorry. Uh one of the words I yelled for them not to repeat. My dad then proceeds to repeat the mysterious word. The word was eggs. <laughs> eggs. Today's secret word is eggs. eggs. You know what to do when you hear the word eggs, said cream. That's sorry, that was me. I hated eggs because I had eaten them so often for breakfast. So when I heard the word eggs, I then leaped from my bed and made a mad dash for the bathroom. I made it to the door and then I proceeded to paint the floor with puke. Yum, yum, yum. Um, making it all the way over to the toilet. Gosh, how do you not slip and slide in it? That's scary stuff, dude. You don't want to slip in your own vomit because I, then I, it adds insult to injury. I've done it. I've done it. Have you really? Yeah. I was so sick one time. I I have never been I've never thrown up so hard that it, mm. it sprayed out like a shower head. Like oh. it didn't just pour out like a fountain. It oh. sprayed out like a shower head and it, it just hit all around the toilet and I slipped and I was oh. retching so hard that I blacked out and oh. fell over the toilet with my head in the trash can. When I woke up, yikes! My wife yelling, "Are you okay?" Because she heard my body hit the my knees hit the floor. So oh. yeah, yeah, it's bad. Oh. It's bad news. Wow, mm, my mouth is watering. Mm. Well, fortunately, Josh is sparing us from the details of a painful barfing session. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. So eventually, all the kids were sick, as viruses happen to fly around the house. We were then placed in one room. <laughs> the sick room. I love that. The sick room. Sounds like a horror movie or something. The sick room. <laughs> Everybody gets a bowl. And if we saw one person puke, then, then we could proceed to puke ourselves <laughs> in our, our sympathy. It must have been so miserable. I can just imagine this room full of kids sitting in a circle <laughs> just, <laughs> for somebody to vomit first. Just, just kind of simpering and whining. Oh, nobody puke, please. Please just give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't know about you, but and I've tried to vomit quietly in my life, but it just never works. Oh, no. It, it, it's, no. it's I am the loudest barfer. Amy, when my wife barfs, I I don't even hear. She coughs a couple times and then she comes out of the bathroom she's like I just threw up. Oh. Doesn't sound like that. But but when I go and I vomit, it's yeah. like everything inside of me just it's, it's I, yeah. I'm like I'm turning inside out. That's the, yeah. It, like I'm feeling that and it, it comes mm. out. So 
Uh, well, he says, I have never drank so much Sprite and 7-Up in my life compared to that week that I had that particular virus. Thanks for your time. Hope you all get a few laughs and gags on uh, this story. Gags. Gosh. Yes, thank Definitely. you so much. And Goodness gracious. Yeah. Ooh, never control. never get tired of puke stories. Never, he said sarcastically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And with that note, we end the show. Hey, do you have a story about a petite lady unleashing a noxious malodor that even drove her own loved one to the other side of the building? Do you have a story about a time you were so bored you tried to kill yourself with a self-made air tank? How about a time you forgot to invite your burnt mom's remains to her own party? Uh, Do you have a story about convincing an intellectual windbag that his soul wasn't worthy of the second coming? How about your son trying to drop a deuce on a toilet mouse? Or just the word egg and how it can convince your digestive system to turn inside out. Whatever you've got, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com or call us at 2095-NL-CAST. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Thanks to our patrons for your support, with special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, hey. At least there's nothing splashing below my butt in the toilet. (laughs) This probably belongs on that story show. We'll see you next time. Thanks, John. Uh, Thanks, James. That was a funny one. That was good. Oh. Mm. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.